Welcome back, Wellness Warriors. Grateful to have you with us. Another episode, another opportunity, another week where we get to pour in to amplifying the Wellness Warrior within. And so this week, I'm so excited to bring forth the conversation, something that I've had the great luxury of even hearing feedback about uh, when I introduced something that was new to me at one point as well, how it makes a shift that's significant in someone's life. And so we had the conversation. If you are here in the podcast land with us only, I'd love to invite you over if you'd like to be a little bit more interactive. This afternoon, we had a conversation in Clubhouse that was interactive. And so I'll be pouring forth my favorite tips, but also sharing some of what came up for others. Um, And so I will, something really came up to ignite and inspire me. And one of the things I love about community is that that's exactly where we grow. And so if you're maybe not into the talking conversation, you're more in the listening or typing uh, mode, or that's more your flavor, then you can also meet us in the Facebook group. And we'd love to have you there where we, again, we bring forth these kinds of conversations. We have many subgroups on many topics that are hoping to help you with ideas, remedies, solutions that, again, are going to propel you forward as you continue to choose yourself so that you can bring the best of you to every single thing that you do. And so with that, I'm going to launch into today's topic, which is what are some of my favorite self-care, health, if you want to call them, or healing, holistic. Some will reference them as remedies that I use or have implemented that have made a really profound impact and have become part of what is my you know, ritual or honoring of self I use different language because you have to see what feels like a good fit. I know if something feels like I'm forced to do it, I'm most likely to uh, be in resistance of it. And so I invite you to, you know, really consider is the self-care action part of your ritual? Is it something that you get excited to do? Or does it feel like you have to do it? And so for me, I know that when my self-care went from something that I had to do to something that I get to do, and I have the opportunity to really implement in my life, my mindset shifted around it. And when I reframed it in the way of it being a space of honoring, that felt like a lot of love and It really became that loving of self. And so I'm going to share some of my favorite tools, some of the ways I love on myself. I love on that inner warrior that lives in me. And I know one lives in you because it wasn't singularly my birthright, but all of ours. And so one of my favorite you already heard in episode one, so I'm not going to go into it in depth. You can go back and take a listen. We talk about the daily manifestation, and it's no secret that this is my daily practice. This is an inventory of self. It doesn't mean it's the first thing I do every day, but it is part of my every day. And I take the same inventory, these same prompts, and I expand them out into the world, into other areas of my life, my career, my family, my friends, my fitness. You know, I don't just only focus on one sector, but as I explained there, the proud, grateful desire and love, really taking inventory of why I am each one of those things about me and then pouring that out to others, that without question is one of my self-love honoring acts that has been the most impactful. Um, But that 
really that space that that creates, that energetic force that that creates. It's so perfectly combined with one of my other favorite things and something that was not only transformative, but I also speak about in former or previous episodes, which is breath work and the foundation of breath work. And so for me, the thing that I have said so many places <laughs> to so many people for so many years is that our breath is our very first gift given Earthside and our very last gift given Earthside. And so it is foundational. It is the thing we can go the smallest amount of time without before we perish. And so its importance and our ability to lean into it and be held by it, I think has been far removed from our population. And so my number two second tip or self-care act, my way of honoring self is through my breath, getting into that in as many moments in the day. There was a time in which breath work was only to stop an asthmatic episode. There was a time in which breath work was only used for athletic endeavors, endurance, or performance. And then there became a time in which breath work was used for my healing And when I realized in my breath work what came, what I I guess would even be a better way to explain what was awakened within me, within my breath work, is profound beyond measure and not something I'll be able to impact in this episode. But know that when I reference self-care and loving on self, I believe our breath work is truly at the top of the list. And so with that, I will share number three because we're going to, I'm giving you a short little list, hoping and inviting you to start that list right now. And so what I encourage you to do is open up the device you're likely listening to me on and really truly, you know, ensure that you are without question, that you are opening up and creating a note that's designated towards all of the things that from episode to episode, you're going to pull out as maybe metrics to really consider for your own wellness, or maybe something you could implement or get curious about to move the needle forward. And so I invite you to begin that list right now and to start the list and add on the things that maybe you're not already practicing, but have some room or give some room for growth. And so I'm providing my short list, hoping that something from it may be a space in which you can be curious as well and create some expansion of all that lives within you. And so the third one is growing our own food. You guys, 10 years ago, I and still you can find a dead house plant in my home. I'll admit it, okay? I'm not perfect, and you don't have to be to be able to begin where you are and start growing something and having a relationship with it. And so I began my growing in a vertical sense that was after my husband built uh, a raised bed garden that failed miserably. We'll talk about that on an upcoming show for gardening and soil, and I'll give the whole story. But know that connecting with our food, growing our own food, and most importantly, being able to source it in a very timely fashion from the moment that it is picked 
ensures that we are getting optimal nutrition. And when we're talking about loving ourselves, when we fuel these vessels, these bodies, or some call them meat suits, that's how I like to, you know, reference them in a, in a funny way. The reality is what we put in is what we become. It's like everything else in the world. And so as we put in more nutritious food, as we fuel ourselves with higher vibrational food and food that has been, you know, is more nutritionally intact because it has not had to travel as far, it is an act of self-love. And it is something that connects us to the whole cycle of what it is to grow our own food. And so I invite you to, you know, get curious on different ways you could implement this into your life. Of course, if you have questions, <laughs> this is where you could meet us in any one of our community centers, and we'll tell you all the ways in which we are doing this in our own homes. And so that's what the Wellness Warrior Collective is about, bringing forth the community so we can have these conversations and find out what's working for our fellow wellness warriors. And so number four, number four is one that may start in a whisper, and I hope and I know will turn into a roar for you. And so this is the call to mirror work. If you have never considered standing in a mirror and speaking to yourself like your own best friend, start there. Start there. Simply take a moment, look into your own eyes, and know that if nothing else in this world was to ever show up for you, the moment that you open your eyes, you have. You've shown up for you. You're here. Your heart is working without you asking. Your organs are functioning without you requesting or designing or requiring or commanding. It is all here. So we're here for ourselves right away. Sovereign, the moment that we come out of our mother's womb intact and whole and healthy and healed. And so I invite you to stare that beautiful being in the eyes and start to speak the things you would say to your best friend directly to you. And the way that I encourage mirror work is through affirmations. I'm now adopting a way in which I speak these from a space of why. Why am I so whole, healthy, and healed? Why am I so happy and fulfilled and able to lead in the spaces of wellness and health in the hopes of healing others? These types of why statements have been lighting my mirror work up and in transforming my own journey in real time. So no matter where you are, there you know, there isn't a wrong way to start falling in love with yourself, but in the mirror is where I encourage you to go. And yes, friends, yes, I know it may be awkward, but come back to your birthday suit, please. When we are staring at ourselves, let's not put any filters on what we see. It's our opportunity to accept all that we are irregardless. If you're like me, the stretch marks on your stomach or, you know, maybe the dimples on your thighs. If you're like others, it may be some other wound from a, a past trauma or maybe something that feels unsightly to you. The reality is even in your unfavor feelings, unfavored feelings for yourself, guess what happened when you opened your eyes? You showed up for you. So step in front of the mirror and say, thank you, if that's all that you can do. And then I encourage you to say, I love you. And again, this is where it may, if you're like me, begin as a whisper. And oh, how I hope it turns into a roar. And so 
The next one is moving into journaling because this is a great place. I know for me, as I stared myself in the mirror, the things that came up in between my ears, the things that just went like a literal book that had been read so many times that just would regurgitate over and over while I stood there, I started to become aware of what I was saying. And it was far from anything I would say to a best friend. It was far from anything I would say to an enemy, if I'm being quite frank. And so it was in that that I started pulling out my journal and really unpacking, why do I describe myself in this way? Why do I speak about myself in this way? Why am I saying that? Why am I thinking that? What is it that is calling me to truly believe that any of that is true, and then looking for the counter evidence, (laughs) looking for the ways and the places and the people that would say the exact opposite of what I was saying in my own mirror work. And so the next thing that I'm bringing forth is journaling. After your mirror work, journaling, what comes up, what came in, what came out, what was delivered to you, what did you deliver to your higher source, These are self-care acts. These are moments in solitude where we stand in our sovereignty and we get to take inventory and express love and gratitude to the person that lives and leads through it all, whether guided by a higher source in your belief or simply because you believe you are here for that purpose. I meet you wherever you are, but ensuring that you're saying thank you so that everything that is working unconsciously feels the love and continues working in our favor. So important to express this to ourselves. And so from our journaling, I'll close with something at the end, but I'll express it here. Typically, whether it will be at the opening of my mere work or upon completion of my journaling or some multiple, <laughs> some multiple step within um, that area of my self-honoring, I will use a tuning fork. And so sound therapy, if you have not truly just become a little curious around how sound can be healing, you know, for so long I've considered myself not to be musical because I don't play an instrument or I'm, you know, I'm, I was the most advanced thing I ever did musically was choir until like eighth grade. And so, um, I've removed this idea that I have, you know, I have a voice that can absolutely sing. It doesn't matter. I don't have to measure, you know, I'm not seeking to be the next Whitney Houston, but I have lost or had lost. I have found, but I had lost my connection to this understanding that, sound and music, both produced from outside sources, but also from our own musical instruments, that they are part of our healing. They are instrumental in our realignment of our chakras and our connection to higher source. They are so, so imperative when we're talking about breaking up energy blocks or, you know, truly uh, having energy centers that may have opened sources or more fluid movement. And so to me, in my self-love, I use specifically a 528 hertz, not because the other tuning forks or sounds are not important, but simply because this is a heart chakra tone. And what I learned is as I stood in that mirror, as I shared just a few moments ago, my heart was so locked down on the idea of loving myself I couldn't even think of something nice. 
And so I started to use the tuning fork so that it would truly hope. I hoped that it would start to be the magical key, if you will, that would give me the space to think differently. And I wholeheartedly believe that it did. And so I invite you, I'll play it for three tones at the closing as that's what I do daily. I do at least three um, for clearing every single day and giving love to that space that pours out so much into this world. And so the final thing that I would share as my final tip for self-love is community. And you probably get that that matters to me because not only are we called the collective, but if you have any idea of how I walk in this world, I'm an only child who truly believes I've likely been calling in the loud messiness and madness of community because I longed for it maybe my whole life. And so to me, I know that I have found lightness. I have been lifted from the dark and I have found expansion in community. And so I invite you into ours. If not ours, I hope you find one or you start one. Don't be afraid to chase down and create and call out to this world with the beautiful voice that you have because someone out there needs exactly what you're saying and your mission is without question on purpose. And so for today, I wanted to pour out what were my favorite tips I will share that the final one that was shared today that is something that I'm committing to right here and right now is to create more. And as I say it, I'm giggling because I doubted that I created this morning nearly enough. And as I'm sitting here, I realize I just created with you all for the last 18 minutes. And so I'm going to stay committed to creating. I think that's the other part of us that is such a part of self-love. And so I can't wait to see what all of you create. And thank you, Nikki, from the Wellness Collective on Clubhouse for that remembrance because it is only that in my own self-doubt that I did it enough that I was able here live with all of you to recognize and love on myself and be so grateful and proud that I create continuously with nothing more than the deepest desire to truly help us all amplify the wellness warrior within. Friends, thank you for being here. Thank you for spending your time. Thank you for trusting me week after week, episode after episode, whether there are two of you or two million of you. The truth is, is each one of you matter. Again, you have heard the many ways to connect with us. It's also always in the show notes. It goes without saying, we'd love to meet you in all of the spaces and all of the places and learn more about the light that you're living with in this world. And so with that, three hits on the tuning fork, sending love and light to us all. If you want to learn more about the power of three, go take a peek. Love you all.